Welcome to Kings of the North, NFC North podcast with Attitude. Welcome back again. Thanks so much for joining us. I am Rob with an H, your host, and I'm here with Professor Pigskin, our Viking, our resident Vikings expert. He's, uh, he's a little under the weather right now, both physically and emotionally. And usually at this point in the show, I would be introducing our esteemed Packers uh, correspondent, Beefcake, but he's a... Uh, He's off doing something else. He's a, I think, doing some male modeling, something uh, like that. Right. He's doing something, uh, some hustle. And so we've got not one but two guest, uh, guest uh, correspondents, contributors, pundits with us today. Uh, first, I'm going to introduce uh, our. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's poised. He's poised. Our introduce our uh, our Packers correspondent for the week. His name is the Hams Burglar. That's his signature. Oh, it's fizzing. That is the sound of the Hams Burglar. Folks, beer foam. It's all the beer foam. It's all the same. I love it all. I'm the Hams Burglar, baby. The love Hams Burglar. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You're obviously a Packer fan. You're you're drinking foam out of the Hams. I mean, nothing says Wisconsin more than that. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Hamsburger. Well, I'm from La Crosse, Wisconsin, originally, and uh, spent many decades there drinking and ruining my brain. And then, let's see, I'm here now, so I guess you could call me a border jumper. I'm an illegal alien fan uh, in enemy territory. Check that idea. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. yeah, you check my wallet. I've got several Packers-themed credit cards uh, and uh, pocket schedule dating back to 1994, all in the all in the wallet as well. So I'm here to uh, drink beer. I'm 14 deep, and I'm looking forward to another eight while we record this. It's what 45 minutes, an hour, yeah, something like that. 14 hams deep. It's about eight or nine more hams. Do you do you drink exclusively hams? Well. Let's just say I've got, a, I've got a I've got a price range that I work with. So maybe it's Schmitz, maybe it's uh, uh, Bush Light, but yeah, it's it, it's all. Some would say it's all the same, but I'm a bit of a connoisseur. Absolutely, I can attest to that. In the last couple hours, just seeing him slam these these fourteen beers has been revelatory for me. Um, so thank you, Hamsburglar. You're going to be contributing from the Packers side today in lieu of the beefcake. And this week is very special because we haven't had anyone other than a Vikings or a Packers uh, voice on the show. And so we're very lucky this week to have a Chicago Bears fan. We found one. We scoured the, we scoured the suburbs, the South Metro, for a Bears fan, and we found one. We found him, we found him smoking outside a pizza shop. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best place to do that. Yeah, definitely yep. in a gutter there. <laughs> yeah, he looked desperate. He, but he looked like he had something to say. And so I'd like to introduce the Polish, duh, Polish sausage. Thank you, thank you for Ooh. getting that right. So I am the Polish sausage. I'm from the mean streets of Chicago suburbs. <laughs> I enjoy deep dish pizza and gun violence. <laughs> and <Hell yeah. laughs> 
Uh, and I don't know. Uh, I was born in the year that the Bears last won the Super Bowl. So Coincidence? <laughs> I think so. I've, I've ruined it for everyone. Um, and I'm DePolo Sausage, so slather me down with mustard and cover me in onions. So, uh. so if you were born, if you were born the year they last won, does that mean you have to die for them to win again? I'm willing to do that. I hope you. I hope you live forever. I like that. Dope Polish sausage is willing to die for a championship. <laughs> That's he, he's such an inspiration to, for fans. Honestly, he's teetering on the edge as it is, so I don't think it's that far to go. I don't even th- at this point. I don't know that your sacrificial death could even get them in the playoffs. Honestly, my sausage. cholesterol level is very high, so I don't think I have your much cholesterol time and optimism level are <laughs> yeah. probably about e- about equal. Well. E- I was going to say, speaking of how bad the Bears are, why don't we talk about uh, the Bears-Packers game this week? Yeah, let's. Let, let's go into it. We're, this is a unique show in that we've got two games to cover that cover all four NFC North teams. So this is an incredible week for us, and I'm so happy. Uh, that being said, on the flip side, uh, Professor Pigskin, your, your woe, your despair must know no bounds at this point. Talk about this week's game and how depressed you are right now. Oh, so we're going to me, huh? Um, it was a tough one for the Vikings. Uh, the, the, the Lions got a couple of lucky breaks, quite literally, when it comes to Delvin Cook's knee. Um, the yeah. Vikings, the Vikings now have the most talented injury list in the league. Uh, Teddy, Sam, and um, Delvin uh, chumming it up in the trainers' room. So pretty, pretty depressing week, honestly. It was a gloomy Sunday, uh, and I ate too much weird Mexican food, and. Um, you know, my team took a shit on the field, and I took too many shits after the Mexican food. It was, a, it was a rough day. Do you feel like your health has been affected? Because let's come clean. You are not well right now, are you, Professor? Come clean. <laughs> uh, I'm a good fan, and I go as my team goes. So when my team's hurt, I hurt too, uh, quite literally this week. Uh, but you know what? My spirits are soaring again. I'm starting to feel better, and I think we'll see a good performance on Sunday as the Vikings get a pretty easy opponent. I got to say... By the looks of it, you're not getting better. <laughs> you look terrible. I feel like you're compensating. Um, that being said, uh, you got the right attitude. <laughs> I wonder how Paul Allen is doing right now. Um, well, let's let's move topics because I feel like if we talk about it more, your health is going to take a turn for the worse. I have nothing left to say. You've got nothing left to give right now, oh. and probably not in your stomach, certainly puke that all up <laughs> all right well let's go over to the other game which was far less um traumatic. well you're used to it by now sausage uh <laughs> and let's talk about the the packers uh bears game thursday night football uh let's start with uh the ham burglar <laughs> no i'm, I'm, I'm like calling that. everyone duh. <laughs> i think that's the right thing to do let Let's get your take on things, and then we'll move over to the Polish sausage and get his take on a, a typically disappointing Chicago performance. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. First of all, shout out Door County, shout out Manitowoc, and uh, making a murderer. Shout out Lacrosse. <laughs> shout out Eau Claire. Shout out uh, Ed Gein and all my other serial killers. Ed Gein. Shout out Antigo. Ed shout out Ryan, Ryan Lander. I don't shout that's out the Platteville. Only Ed Gein shout out that we've had on the show. <laughs> shout out, shout out all my Wisconsin people. Shout out Paul Ryan. That's my dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna kill more people than anybody. Yeah. 
Worse than the Bears. Who's, who's, who's a more prolific serial killer, Paul Ryan or Ed Gein? <laughs> so, what, what are we at? Wisconsin like, serial killer. Like, it took us that long to get political. Um, uh, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was a fairly easy game of pitch and catch for for Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and the boys. Uh, one thing I'd like to highlight is uh, Devontae Adams' cheap hit by Trevathan. Oh. Look, look. Oh. I like my CTE to come natural. You don't have to. You don't have to set him up, hold him, and let this raging bull come on through and crack him in the skull. I look. Look. I want that to happen on a crossing route, coming over the top of the hash. Look, that's fine because that's he's putting his body in harm's way. Sure. First of all, CTE BFD. <laughs> First of all, Packers players don't need CTE to take too many pills and kill themselves. <laughs> they just being part of that terrible. Jesus Christ! <laughs> just being on that terrible team is motivation enough, but. I was I, I was born I was born I, with CTE. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry that the little prissy boys up in Green Bay can't take a hit without getting a headache. But that's how the game is played. It's this is hard nosed football. This is, I first of all NFC North football. First of all, what's he supposed to do? Not make the hit? He's just supposed to stand there, let him get more yards. You gotta play the game. I don't even think it should have been a penalty. He was he was headed down to the ground. I think you saw that. He was he was extremely vulnerable. I thought it was a despicable act. Cue the cue the Joe Buck. Cue the Joe Buck audio. I I, I thought it was absurd. You know, I'm glad you brought up that he was going down though. Going down though, because that's an important detail. Uh, we all played dodgeball in gym class in school, and what did we learn? Headshots are illegal unless you're ducking. All right, so Devontae Adams was ducking, therefore the headshot right. was a clean and legal headshot, in my opinion. Gym class think, rules. I still think he was faking it. You've been playing too much Call of Duty, Professor. Oh. The, the headshots. I don't want to hear about headshots. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about old school. Nerd types. Wrap it up. Drive the hips. Hit the dirt, baby. Can Can we also <laughs> talk about Aaron Rodgers can trying to like big dick it behind all of his like other players on the team, oh, like yeah. hiding behind them? Like he's a Whoa. leader. He's yeah. a leader. He's a he's a coward. I just think the Bears should try to just. Cover Jordy Nelson one time, like at least like put somebody on him. Come on. So so sausage. You're saying you're saying Rogers is a classic hold me back guy. Where yeah. his buddies his buddies he 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 stands behind his buddies talk shit and then he's like hold me back hold me back. You're lucky these guys are holding me back. Yeah, I, I just think it's a good thing he's got insurance because <laughs> I don't have a way to end that joke. Literally literally every literally every guy from Chicago. That drinks and smokes is a hold me back guy. Is 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 it? You're lucky these guys are between us. Otherwise, I, you, you gonna bleep me? Okay, fuck me it. up. You gonna fuck me up? Yeah, exactly. But they were who we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'd like to pose one question to each of you, um, and we're gonna ignore the lines, obviously. Smart. Um, here's what I'm gonna ask for each of you, and I'm gonna start with Professor Pigskin. Where do you go from here? Both from a sports perspective and just personally? Well, first off, I think 14-2 and two is still a pretty good record. So, um, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. We got treating this like a joke. We got a... Who's, do I look like I'm joking? It's just a comedy the, podcast. Jared's a, the glasses half-imaginary kind of guy. 
The class is half of that. I'm not a psychologist. His alias. I'm sorry, Professor Pigskin. I'm sorry. Edit that out later. Um, not gonna happen. No, I, I think uh, the Vikings are still looking good. Uh, Sam Bradford is going to be back soon. Defense is still elite. And uh, like I said, easy W on this Monday night against Dub Bears. Can we talk quickly about about Sam, the glass chandelier Bradford? Like, what is, what is his injury this week? What's keeping him out of the game? Uh, it's a flu-like it's, symptoms. <laughs> it's a it's a bone bruise, and he'll be fine. Don't worry, he'll be playing soon. That that sounds like addiction issues. Didn't didn't you didn't, know. didn't uh, your your coach the the guy with one working eye didn't he didn't didn't he say something like like Bradford's fine we're not sure if he'll be back this week or in like seven weeks he's How fine do you he's obviously that, not fine he's he's not fine look at you got fucking Case Keenum out there who's a don't dodge piece the of shit quarterback who can't do shit Case Case Race Keenum is a saint <laughs> and. Uh, you know what? Zimmer's just trying to do his best Belichick impression. Uh, it's not quite working there yet, but he's working on it, so cut him some slack. Look, there's just something about Zimmer. I, he and I, we don't exactly see eye to eye on, on, on most issues. Singular eye to singular eye. That's a low blow. Yes, it is. Okay, well, let's go to uh, let's go to Dupola Sausage. Where do you go from here? Well, I'm excited for um, Glennon's new position as their punter <laughs> i think he showed a lot of promise in that area in that position uh, last week. <laughs> obviously going to be utilized quite a bit he got it very far <laughs> downfield uh and i think that's exciting um i'm also excited for the new era of kissing titties <laughs> kissing titties mr biscuit is, is that guy actually good because i listened to uh pardon my take on my transistor radio at the at the at the chain factory and and they love Trubisky, but I don't know if it's because it's like funny that they're about to start another rookie quarterback, and that he has a funny tweet from like suck. seven years ago, or is he actually good? Do we? Uh, what do you know about Trubisky? I think we can we can look at the long history of UNC quarterback success in the NFL. Rich that speaks to its. That, that's Michael that's its own argument right there. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So many greats. Great Chicago sports icon. Can't argue with that. Wow. All right. Well, that's a. I'm glad that you have faith in the punter, the new punter. That's that's definitely going to help things. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to the Hamburglar, Hamsburglar. Excuse me. Right Pardon me. And let's uh, let's talk about where do you go from here after a pretty convincing win. Well, folks, three and one record. I think it's going to be. Look, it's still weird that we have literally like our third best receiver as our number one running back. That's still, I'm not, I'm not used to that. Plus the jersey. Look, I'm an old school guy. Running backs numbers yes, have you to are. be between twenty and forty nine. I don't want to see any of this eighty eight shit. As far as I'm concerned, he's trans number, trans position. <laughs> and and folks, I'm not ready for that. I'm just no. I'm old fashioned. Wisconsin especially is. I'm, I'm old fashioned in in that regard. Do you think? Do you think the Green Bay Shopco has has family bathrooms or has has one of those Absolutely liberal target not. policies? I don't think so. I yeah, I don't think so. So, look, other than that, which, you know, I'm I'm Christian, so I don't agree with Ty Montgomery's mm. position change. But, but uh, I think I think it could be it could be another good year. I mean, we've been ranked in the top five in most power rankings up uh, preseason, and I think. 
You've seen some hiccups, but I think it's I think it's going to go well. Just to get to know you a little bit more, Hamsburg, yes. would you call yourself a good old Midwestern boy? Sure, in that um, from, you know, 9 to 5, I'm coherent and functional, and then after that I just dive into a pit of, well, depression, domestic abuse, and alcohol uh, uh, showers, really, straight into my mouth. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah. I I guess we're not so different, you and I. Wow, <laughs> I didn't. This is I didn't expect to get into this sort of territory with you. Well, but you know, the, uh, but you know what? You're being upfront, which things, I appreciate. Things get dark at night. That's not something that we get from the beefcake. <laughs> See, he's always he's always he's always divisive. He's always yeah, conniving. Like, he's always working an angle. I appreciate your honesty. And you, I've never I've never met this beefcake. How would you describe him? He's um. He's kind of a village idiot type, but he's good looking, and he's a, he's got a good heart. He's got a good heart. That's what I like about him. His heart. Is he, is he hot? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, I, I think he is. Uh, says no. I'm getting I'm getting uncomfortable in this podcast. The professor is professor has no ta- no taste in uh, no Adam Thielen. Oh, oh boy. Oh man, <laughs> I'm gonna vomit just like the professor did from all over the place. Uh, Mankato State University. All right, all right. Lakes, Minnesota. Oh. We'll get into the professor's love for Adam Thielen some other time. But uh, thanks for. Okay, we're going to take a break here. We're going to come back and we're going to take a venture into the bar because some of us have had a long week, and we need to. And Wisconsinites, Wisconsinites need no need no excuse anyway. Can we, so can we get some Hank Williams two going here? I think we can. You got it, folks. I'm out of hams. It's time to switch from a six pack to a tap. We'll be back, Kings of the North. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back, Kings of the North. Cracking open a cold one here in the Hamsburger, as always. Usually every you don't. <laughs> as per usual, the crude Chicago fan. The Polish sausage weighing in, but uh, yeah, what are you we're... Do, shoot me. <laughs> oh my goodness! Thanks so much for joining us on Kings of the North. We're having a good time right now. Um, again, here with the uh, here with uh, the Professor Pigskin. Ugh, I'm thirsty. Also, we got the Ham's Burglar. What's up? Where are my people at? Fond du Lac, stand up, Sheboygan. We out here. <laughs> And we also got uh, Dipola Sausage. I just want to say thank God for the NRA. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my goodness. That that is terrible. With that being said, we're we're about to head into the bar. Can we get rid of them? I'm I'm sick of them. Go back to Chicago. Take the mega bus. But right now, what we're going to do, go to the bar, and we're going to order up some drinks. Um... Hey, bartender, down here. Yep, bartender. Looks kind of disinterested, but I think we'll smooth talk her. See, in my hometown, all the bartenders know me by first name, last name, and home address. (laughs) Good, bad, you be the judge. Done. So what we're going to do now is order up some drinks. We got two drinks each this week, and we're going to start with uh, Dopola Sausage. What are you ordering up for your first round? So my first round goes out to Mike Glennon. Ooh. I'm going to order up Mike Glennon a long neck beer from Bench Brewing. 
that uh, long neck can. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He's a brontosaurus. <laughs> Tall boy. Because Mike Glenn's going to need a few beers. He might actually get him a, a whole six-pack or a, a case because he's going to be sitting on that bench for a long time with his long neck. So he uh, better sit down and enjoy it. He's one of the goofiest-looking dudes in the NFL. He's literally he's, a giraffe. He's a weird-looking man. He's one of the ugliest players I think oh, I've ever seen. I don't really look into that sort of stuff, honestly. That's how we judge players in, <laughs> in Chicago. That's why we love exactly. Cutler so much. Exactly. Have you seen Cutler. his butt? <laughs> I have. Yes. All right. Next, we're going to go over to DeHams Burglar. Uh, what are you ordering up? Your first round. You know, I just want to wish a farewell to the Chicago Bears. I'm going to give their team boss a case of a case of New Glarus, uh, just because I know they don't get it across that border and that you know shitty shithole of a town. And so I, I we uh, they they drink things like um, if we can get guns across the border, we can definitely get beer. <laughs> I'm going to give them a New Glarus case for the Happy Trails, the pride and top export of Wisconsin. That's a that's a bold choice. Um, <laughs> I'm still just uh, I'm just uh, out, I'm just outraged at at the DePolo sausage and how and how uh, upfront he is and how he's. I can't. It's, bl- the, it's the city of big shoulders. <laughs> what does that even mean? Your shoulders are uh, adequately sized, right, I suppose. I, I Let, let's move on to Professor Pigskin. <laughs> let's not get buried in the Chicago. Uh, Chicago minutia. Here we go. All right. I'm ordering up a drink for uh, Mitch Trubisky. Uh, he's going to need a drink after the Vikings defense lays a beat down on him. And since he is such a big fan of titties, as per his Twitter profile, I'm ordering him a slippery nipple shot. Uh, should slide <laughs> right down. Quite another Twitter, uh, another Twitter uh, embarrassing moment to add to the collection. And this is kind of a new for bears, honestly. Speaking but, of sliding right down, Professor, are you talking about that drink or your team in the standings? Oh, all right, all right. Um, ex- intervention. Um, <laughs> pass. Yeah, Professor, your Passing is not something the Vikings have been good at lately. Oh. Your, oh, he- your health is really declining. I miss the right beefcake right now. <laughs> yeah, beefcake. Yeah. Slow wit. Yeah, beefcake is... Beefcake is in some like seedy photo shoot right now. I think right now <laughs> he's more my speed, you know. All right, very good. Now that you've ordered up your first round, we only got one more round to go, uh, so you better make it a stiff one, sausage. <laughs> so my next, my next round is a round of. That's good. I like that. My my name is my name is a penis joke, by the way. In case in case you didn't know. Oh. Um, whoa. <laughs> Uh, so my next round is for is for the uh, is for the Green Bay Packers quarterback, and it is a shots. It's around the shots. And this one is is called <laughs> what? Jesus. I didn't even make the jump yet. Sorry, go ahead. This one is called the Emancipated Major. It is a shot of whiskey. Blended with the tears of Aaron Rodgers' neglected family. Oh. <laughs> when you said around a shot, you're going to do another gunshot. <laughs> how much? How much Just does that baby. cost, by the way? How much does one of the one of these cost? Well, it's basic supply and demand, and Aaron Rodgers' family cries often because he is a terrible son. 
See, I thought you were going to say the tears of Aaron Rodgers after Olivia Munn broke his heart. So, equally I, valid. I don't, I don't think Aaron Rodgers actually loved Olivia Munn because he's not capable of love. <laughs> he's, a, he's a football robot, folks. Come on. Well, that's quite a bittersweet shot. But as a Bears fan, I think you're entitled to order such a thing after all the heartache you've endured. Anyhow, let's move on to uh, let's move on to the Hams Burglar. Your last round. What are you drinking? Well, the Packers are playing the Cowboys next week, and I'm going to get those boys an old drink. I'm going to get them a beer and a bump. And now this bump is not going to be hard alcohol. It's, Michael Irvin bump. It's it's going to be it's going to be a bump, as in the kind they did when they partied in the White House. And I, I just want Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott to learn a little bit about their team's history and just, you know, do as the legends do. I, there's nothing wrong with that. This is the sort of bar where I think you could probably get a bump. <laughs> you got a guy? I got a guy. Quick, got a bump guy? Quick sidebar. What do you think is the, is the greater party? The party, party in the White House or the boat incident? Oh, uh, Professor Pigskin, I'll defer to you on that one. Are you asking? Are you asking who partied harder, the '85 Bears or McKinney jersey? Like 1999 Brian McKinney. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're, t- you're talking to That's a guy exactly. who owns a Brian McKinney jersey. Brian McKinney, who went down on a stripper, not the other way around. Obviously, <laughs> the Vikings partied a little harder. Uh, no further questions. <laughs> Yeah, that. I can't believe you're such a big Bryant McKinney fan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, McKinney, I guess baby. I can. I guess I can. Climb the mountain. I mean, Climb to be mountain. honest, you're a professor. You're kind of a nerd, but you're also a, a passionate man, just like McKinney was on that boat. <laughs> All right. Can uh, we also later after the podcast? Can we talk about Spreewell on the boat? Yes, we can. can right, Milwaukee's best. <laughs> also, great topic. Joking. Oh. That How was post choking? Look, Culpepper, <laughs> Culpepper, and Moss's antics on the boat were always like not reported on or passed over. I, I, I right. feel like did they have fall guys? Like was Fred Smoot a fall guy? Yes, <laughs> that was that was McKinney's job. He was the left tackle. He protected the quarterback. <laughs> That's what he does. He's like, I'm going down this girl so no one looks at Dante in the corner doing whatever Dante's Protect doing. Protect his blind. What was your quote with Fred Smoot? Like, 75% of the world is covered in water. The rest is covered by Fred Smoot. Yeah, I have, I have a great memory of being at training camp and sitting, like, I sat, like, close to the, the front of the stands and Fred Smoot was on, was right there. The dude didn't shut up. He just talked, like, for nonstop for two hours straight. It was amazing. That guy's the best. All right, all right. Good, good to end on Fred Smoot. Anyhow, we're going to go to the last, uh, last drink of the night, Professor Pigskin. After one drink, you're pretty wasted. Let's, uh, but you're going to kick it into overdrive right now with your second one. All right. Um, this might be a, a, a little bit of an unusual drink, uh, but we need to, to fly in a lot of holy water to Soldier Field this week. So I'm ordering, ordering a big round of holy water to Soldier Field. We've got to exercise some demons. Uh, Vikings typically perform poorly at Soldier Field. So do the Bears. That's true. That's true. Um, but they need to kind of forget about these ghosts. And remember, like, you know what? Brian Urlacher ain't walking through those doors anymore. All right? So, you know, um, not going to happen. And they got to get over this and just take an easy win where they can find it. Let me say this, though. You thought, you thought that the Lions game was going to be an easy win. So is your judgment impaired right now as well as your body? Because, <laughs> because I got to be honest. 
the Vikings looked very vulnerable and very, very susceptible to to a multitude of things. You know, every team and every season has like one or two fluke losses and one or two fluke wins. All right, so that was our first fluke loss. This will not be a fluke win, though. I guarantee you that. Well, if it's got to be against anyone, it's got to be against Chicago, right? I mean, they're the they're the whipping post of the NFL right now. Look, folks, you talk about holy water, but I'm in no way fan of players getting on their knees. My boy stands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the beefcake would have words for you right now. Let me say that much. <laughs> I'm sure he's on his knees right now as well. <laughs> Okay. Anyhow, let's get out of this. There's no church on Thursdays. That was, uh, that was, that was real sad. I don't know what you're implying. That was. Uh, <laughs> Anyhow, well, well, we'll talk to him. Listen, there's a lot. There's a lot of ins and outs to male modeling. <laughs> you had said no rules. Oh my goodness! All right. Can I do? Can I ask you a question, Rob? Yes, you Look, may. Look, you've asked all these questions, but I want to ask you one. Look, if you could pick one artist to. Give honor to our country's anthem. Who would you who would you pick? And by the way, the Super Bowl's coming up. So let's say who would you pick for a Super Bowl anthem singer to give glory to uh, the glorious flag? Alright, so I'm gonna give an answer and it's gonna sound like what I'm saying is very right wing. But in reality, I think this is. is the most this would be the best thing that could ever happen to the American left. <laughs> I'm gonna say Kid Rock, <laughs> because what future do, senator future Kid Rock, what he would do senator. would be so outrageous and so I, I imagine it would be so galvanizing to the left. If given the opportunity for him to do the national anthem, he would be so unbelievably like. What Leonard Skinner song do you think he'll sample? Leonard Skinner. To, um, to mix into the anthem, of course. Probably Freebird, right? Because that yeah. Freebird is the. <laughs> what if you made the anthem the fifteen minutes of long? The, yeah. <laughs> Tons of guitar solos. Speaking speaking of Michigan, uh, earlier when you said we were gonna forget about Detroit, I was gonna say, you know who else forgot about Detroit was uh, Hillary Clinton. Oh, oh, that's below the belt. Man, I like this. I like these political overtones. Look, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. I can't take this anymore. Yeah, professors. He's a bookworm, but he's not more much of a political. Can we guy. Uh, for the next break? Can we get some Faith Hill? Yeah, we can absolutely get Faith Hill. <laughs> yes, good friend of ours, friend of the show. <laughs> All right, very good. Thanks for joining us in the bar. We're gonna come back, and we're gonna go into uh, four down territory. Always a favorite of ours. Thanks for joining us in Kings of the North. Welcome back, Kings of the North podcast. Here with Professor Pigskin. Hey, everybody. Also here with our resident Chicago Bears expert, Da Pola Sausage. And also here, replacing the beefcake this week is Ham's Burglar. Lock your doors, folks. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, now it's time to now it's time to venture into four down territory as we're often prone to do. Uh, in this segment, what we do is we get a topic, and we're gonna go around the horn and each get four picks, and we're gonna see who has the best uh, collection of picks at the very end. Um, so this week we've got a very interesting topic. This week we have. 
Who are your top four picks to headline the NFL Super Bowl halftime show? Who haven't done it yet? So we've uh, we've kind of simmered on that for quite a bit, quite a while of time, and now we're going to talk about it. And by way of a random decision by me, we're going to start with Professor Pigskin. He's going to have the number one overall pick because I know he's going to mess it up. So go ahead, Professor Pigskin. You've got number one overall. My house, my pick, baby. Uh, number one overall, I'm glad I got it because I'm sure this guy would have been off the board right away. There's clearly only one choice. It needs to be weird at Yankovic. All right? He's America's sweetheart. He's been around for decades. Uh, you know, great hit after the great hit. Uh, compared to any song, something for everybody. Hilarious. Handsome, too. Um, Got to be Weird Al. Would that be the first accordion played? In the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's that's a shame that it has. There's been a lack of accordions in the NFL. Though. Is he is he somewhat ageless? Because since he changed his hair, he's looked exactly the same the entire time. I'm sure we will all die before Weird Al dies. He will live forever. Well, that's a very interesting pick. <laughs> that's my hams. Had to <laughs> had to snatch it before the hams burglar got to it. I'm coming. <laughs> and now, with the second overall pick, we're going to go over to uh, pull a sausage. Who are you picking? So, for my first pick, I'm picking the legendary Gwar. <laughs> if you're not familiar God, with, what a racket. <laughs> if you're not familiar with Gwar, they are a heavy metal band known for their crazy costumes and masks uh, particularly and brutal stage shows i think it would be i think it would be a good wake up for those pc leftists to see what a real metal band looks like so your halftime show is sort of like a political statement as well <laughs> it's yes and Everything also with you is political metal. today well it's a you know what they say in chicago vote early vote often <laughs> Do they say that? I don't know. It's, it's, he says it's it. a thing about rigging elections. I don't know. It's a, it's a thing. Don't trust, don't trust Chicago Democrats. He's a Chicago Bears fan. He's into all that kooky shit. Anyhow, now we're going to go over to, uh, with the third overall pick, we're going to go over to uh, Hamsburglar. Yeah, I'm going to say that we need to get the best entertainer from the NBA. We need the Red Panda up in this place. We need Red Panda. She's the oh, she's the, the lady who who does a isn't it like a unicycle and then yeah. she catches yes, she, she catches bulls on her head. Yeah, Bring good. her in. It's time for her to have the big spotlight pro Red Panda 2018. I've seen her at least 6 times and I'm still amazed every time. Yeah. And I feel like she could be done at a pretty reasonable rate for a halftime Super Bowl show. If I were her, I'd do it for free. And if I were Super Bowl, I'd bring her on. It would go viral in a second. And Red Panda deserves the spotlight, quite honestly. I think that's a good value pick, to be honest. All right. Now, I have the fourth pick and the fifth pick as we go around into the second round. Forget about that snake draft. Yeah. Sorry, this isn't the NFL draft. Just thought I would remind everybody. This is first now, my my pick, I'm gonna go away from music and actually the actually the, the hamburglar, he kinda broached this because all the halftime shows have been music. And he's suggesting a uh, a very acrobatic balancing act halftime show. My pick is gonna be Dave Chappelle. 
I want a comedy act. I feel like that would kill in like a stadium. Racial comedy? <laughs> okay. Okay, my next pick to start off round two, because I'm really curious what he would do with it. I'm going to pick Bob Dylan. <laughs> Did that on purpose. Yep. The... Uh, the Polish sausage is a fan, and I think I just took away one of his picks. But Great I would pick. love to see, like, I'm imagining would they do stuff with, like, would they had Katy Perry with the sharks? Would they do anything <laughs> with that with, like, Bob Dylan? A viral shark. That was. Would there be anything? I'm sure there'd be so much viral stuff with Bob Dylan if he did a Super Bowl halftime show. So just for not for the music, obviously, um, but just for the sheer entertainment factor, I'm going to take Bob Dylan. And so now we're going to snake our way around to the ham, Hamsburglar. What's your pick? Second round. Thanks, Rob. Um, you know, I'm going to go with someone who's at the top of their game right now. They're absolutely electrifying. Um, the crowd feels truly alive when this performer. Yes. Goes on, goes on stage, and I'm gonna say uh, Tom Petty, folks. Let's see. Oh. I'd, I'd like, I'd like to see Tom Petty. <laughs> I, I had bad, I had bad news for you. Tom Petty, Tom Petty died of a cardiac arrest the other day. Waiting for that show would be the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, we're gonna have to go to the next person. I gotta think this of a different a person. I didn't, episode. I didn't know Our that. Darkest, this, yes. this is, this is a hard time for me. You're going to have to reconsider your pick. You're, you will have to back down. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, let's go over to the sausage. This podcast is so, pretty fun. So my next, my next pick for playing the, the Super Bowl halftime show is Zappa plays Zappa plays Zappa. So this would <laughs> specifically be Moon Zappa playing Dweezil, Dweezil Zappa yeah. playing Frank Zappa songs. Three generations. Wow. Is it Zappa no. plays Zappa? Yeah. No, no. Moon is I think oh, the sister both... of Tweezel. Oh, okay. Um, but it's Two Zappa plays Zappa. Yeah. Zappa plays Zappa. I don't know if Moon plays any instruments, but I think that would make it a little bit more fun. I'm guessing they're available. Well, yeah, she's the sister of Tweezel. I'm pretty right. sure she used to bang Mark Marin, fellow podcaster Mark Marin. Wow. She Part used to show. sleep with Mark. Absolutely. Marin. Can we? Can we get a? You think Mark Marin might give us a, a tag on Twitter? Yeah, uh, we'll reach out to him. Yeah, yeah. shout out our guy. He'll be on the next episode, I think. Yeah, well, we're talking to him, so I think he. We're talking about him, so I think yeah. he'll want to get about. He might be a Lions fan. <laughs> well, that's a that's an interesting pick. Um, I feel like you probably could have gotten them in the fourth round, <laughs> but nevertheless, that was your pick, and uh, and I I amend you for that. Commend you. Anyhow, let's go over to Professor Pickskin. You've got the last pick of round two and the first pick of round three. Pressure time for you. Oh, no pressure here, Rahab. Uh, I got a couple great picks on the board here, great value. Uh, first off, I'm going to say I'm going to go with a dog show. You get some of those dogs that are really, real trained, you know, that like jump through not, hoops. Not like a donkey show, right? A <laughs> <laughs> dog show. Why would you go there? That's the first. You got problems. He's from Chicago. Oh man, that's, oh, that's what we like in Chicago. <laughs> Apparently, I'm never going to Chicago again. Just okay. wanted to clarify. I'm just saying. I went to a Timberwolves game once, and there was like some trained dogs that jumping their hoops and doing cool tricks and stuff like that. Everyone loves dogs, so you want to take it a step further. You know how there's like, the puppy bowl. The NFL should be like 
steal that idea and do a halftime puppy bowl show. That would be killer. On the field, leave some like droppings. Anyway, it's, it's a great idea. It's a great idea. Leave the droppings. That's quite an interesting idea. Um, do you feel like that'll bring in a lot of viewers more than like a, a recording superstar professor? Oh, definitely. I mean, uh, m- most of these people are kind of washed up and like terrible artists anyway. So, like, why not bring in a dog? Everyone loves dogs. It's universal. All right. Very good. Well, now you've got the next pick. So, um, after a dog show, I'm curious to see what you've got to begin round three. Like, at this point, I don't think I'm picking another musical act because I already picked Weird Al, and that's perfect. So there's no point in doing musical acts. So the next thing I want to do is I want to have a mascot fight. I want all 32 NFL mascots on the field, like no holds barred, like weapons on the half line, on the, the 50 yard line. They have to run and grab weapons and just like a brutal smackdown. All right, so that's what I'm looking for. Like the NFL is all about violence, so let's get these mascots out there. Uh, you know, if you know if. If there's injuries, if there's CTE, like so be it. That's the NFL for you. So you're looking for some sort of NFL mascot battle royal, no holds barred, uh, where anything is legal? It would be a great opportunity for the return of Ragnar on the motorcycle. It comes roaring in, you know, takes that stupid block of cheese or whatever the Packers' dumb mascot is and, like, drags it across the field. Oh, my God, that would be amazing. Well, can't say that I'm particularly impressed with your two picks, Professor, especially for a scholar such as yourself. I expected more out of something like this. Anyhow, we're going we're gonna to move on in round three, and the next pick belongs to the uh, Polish Sausage, and he's been uh, agonizing over this. I'll, I'll be honest. In true Bears fashion, I am scrambling, and I'm trying to trade up. Um, <laughs> trying to trade up. Really. How does that work? Well, you know, I want I want a I want a quarterback that, that I want a quarterback that nobody else wants. So I need to trade up to get him. So uh, what I'm going to go for is uh, for for my third pick for the Super Bowl uh, halftime show is the. Crazy old man and the crazy old man dancers from The Simpsons singing, The old gray mare, she ain't what she used to be. He will drop his pants to the ground, he will do it for free, and he will sing about that old gray mare. So, is this going to be some sort of hologram because it's from a Simpsons episode? Or are these going to be real live action people? They will be real live action people that we paint yellow, correct? Okay. I think that's a good compromise. This is a great pick. Maybe the best one so far. Thank you. I can't believe... This is a scramble. This is a yes, scramble is. to get this. I can't... You're good when you're scrambled. scrambling. Under pressure. Scrambled like Devontae <laughs> Adams' cortex. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, compressed. All right. Very good. All right. That night, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, tweeting indicates health. She gave a thumbs up. I've had CTE since day one, and all my tweets are bad. Yep. It's definitely <laughs> correlated. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Who is your pick, Hamsburglar? I'm going to go with a local act, hardcore hip-hop from the streets. Um, I want to hear Cuckoo Kangaroo on the main stage talking about, <laughs> talking about what you know, shit's really like out here. Yeah, I mean, they... Rolling the minivans, like no crust on sandwiches. Yeah, right. Playing lava tag, wearing right. fanny packs. Yeah, there. I, I feel like Minnesota has long struggled to identify with the street culture, 
And I think that bringing in Cuckoo They're the Kangaroo, source. Bringing in Cuckoo Kangaroo to talk about what things are like out here mm. would go a long way. This year would be a great time for them to do the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, yeah? I think that would be a great... They'd be great ambassadors. What... I'm, quick... Quick sidebar, even though we're not in the bar state uh, segment, what are what are the Vikings' chance of actually making it to the Super Bowl in Minneapolis? One hundred percent. Okay, I'm going to give them a solid 05 percent. Point five. Oh. Prof- Professor, those odds are absurd. <laughs> I've crunched the numbers. <laughs> he has his calculations. He's got. He's I got have a whole chalkboard. I full believe of like math. I believe several of them might buy tickets for the the game. One hundred percent. The professor has been long searching for the the one formula to solve football, and that's his lifelong quest. And he's got chalkboards and chalkboards of formulations. So it's a it's quite a formulation he's got. All right, so that's a very good pick. Now we we're, we're going to move on to myself, Rob with an H. I've got the last pick of round three and the first pick of the final round, round four. And so I think I'm going to take another non-musical act, and I'm going to have a live cooking demonstration by Guy Fieri <laughs> during the Super Bowl halftime show. I'm thinking some, oh, like, man. kicking wings or something or some, like, righteous nachos, something, something really, really good, but... You know, like a twist on a normal, like a recipe they're sort of used to. You know, so you're saying the Super Bowl is in Flavortown this year? Yes, the Super Bowl should always be in Flavortown. Flavortown's my favorite town. So I'm gonna go Guy Fieri, and then my next pick is gonna be somebody who is a little bit different, a little bit offbeat. And this is my, this is kind of my value pick, the pick that. I feel like could be quite a, a sleeper. So I'm going to go Sufjan Stevens because he does tons of like crazy costumes and stuff, and I would just love to see him do the Super Bowl. Specifically songs from Come On, Feel the Illinois because the Bears are going to be in it. <laughs> see, that would be a good... We could wait until there's a <laughs> Chicago Super Bowl. I want to hear him do Carrie and Lowell, just all songs about his like step-parents dying or whatever <laughs> that thing's about. Like, do like an acoustic set. Another, yep, Casimir Pulaski Day is about yep. your friend dying of cancer or whatever. I think or sometimes you need to bring it down a little bit in the, the Super Bowl. The one about John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> Clap and tears in heaven in there too while you're at it. You can be the guest star. That would there could be a medley. And anyway, that's my pick because it's off the heaven night. to go out to all the birds that crash into the window as opposed to falling out of. Those oh birds are a menace anyway. Yes, they are. Avian avian society. I, I want to apologize to Eric Clapton on the off chance that you listen to this podcast. I'm I'm sorry about your son. Uh, yeah, I. To be fair, you I'm going to join that. To be fair, I'm you made that millions apology. of dollars off of that. So damn, that's true. Okay, okay. <laughs> Final round, last pick. Go ahead, Ham Ham's burglar. Uh, I want to, I want to hear a rap from youtube vlogger sensation jake paul i want i want him to come on and do it's every day bro i no no no, because because look i've got i've got teenagers i've got 
teens in my house, and they, <laughs> they, uh, they love this YouTube fucking guy, Jake Paul. You probably heard about him in the media. Anyways, I want him to be wearing like a corresponding jersey, and I want him to do a rap, and then record a live video blog on stage, and then everyone can tweet it and face snap it and all that stuff. Sounds like millennial nonsense. You're ahead of the curve. I'll give you that. I will give you that. All right. Last pick. YouTube's where the talent is. <laughs> That's what the alt-right says. <laughs> <Holy shit. laughs> You're the NRA lover. Yeah, well, that's not I, a right or left thing. That's just love, that's just respecting our freedoms. I love stats. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last pick. Can I get a hell Pull yet? a sausage. Oh, last pick of Polish Oh, yeah. Sausage. I'm sorry. Your last pick. So my last pick is going to be a hologram of Tupac and Elton John, Holy even shit. though Elton John is still alive. I love that. I love that. But people will think that he died. It's probably cheaper. <laughs> it's probably way cheaper. What? Steve Austin agrees. All right. Last pick goes to Professor Pigskin. Let's hear how he messes it up. <laughs> You wanted the best, you got the best. The hottest band in the world, KISS. Or at least just Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. The other two don't matter. I know this is a joke, but it is a little ridiculous that KISS has not played the Super Bowl. Right? I mean, they should be, they're like the inventors of like pyrotechnics and stage shows and this absurd stuff. You you don't want to see Gene Simmons throwing like flaming swords and spitting blood everywhere. This is the only legitimately good idea of this entire thing. It's awesome. If if the beefcake ever saw... Uh, Kiss halftime show followed by a Packers Super Bowl victory. Would he just jump in front of the light rail after that just because he's at his absolute highest peak? You could say the top of Mount McKinney. (laughs) That's a hell of a mountain to climb. Although I heard the Williams sisters did it. Oh, wow. Venus and Serena? Well, probably just Venus. They play tennis together. This is conjecture, but you know, I'm a professor, so. I didn't know you, you had that kind of conjecture. <laughs> sure do. Anyway, kiss definitely. All right, that that's that's a great choice. I gotta say, normally I don't agree with the professor because he's kind of insufferable. But tonight I, I think we, I'm lockstep with him. Can we do a quick guess of what beefcakes would have been? It would have been A C D C. Yes, definitely the four. That would have been it. Yeah, he would have done like all even in a, a hair metal medley. <laughs> We've done like Poison and Stripe. Twisted Mildly Sister, Crew, Twisted Sister, Mr. Big, something like that. Yeah, he, he's the worst. <laughs> Would that not be great though? Honestly, those bands like like no, like, like we're all like just... trying to make fun of them, but actually that'd be sick. It probably would be, but but because I know Beefcake, it would taint it. That's all. All right. His his joy is my pain. Speaking of taints, should we go to the break? Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of taints. Let's go to a break. When we come back, <laughs> when we come, when we come back, sponsor. we're gonna hear from our sponsor. <laughs> yeah, related taint related sponsor. When we come back, we're gonna take a stroll down memory lane. It may be taint related. I'm sorry Please. to ruin your podcast, guys. <laughs> You've enriched it so oh, much. Uh, sorry, mom.
Welcome back to Kings of the North, the NFC North podcast with a lot of spunk, a lot of chutzpah. Glad that you are joining us here. And now it's time to go down memory lane with our uh, with our esteemed panel here. Um, and since we've got, this is a very rare opportunity for us on Kings of the North. Very rarely do we ever find any uh, Bears fans just in our personal lives. And so to have one not only in our inner circle of friends, but also on the podcast is very rare. And so I thought we'd bring up a Bears memory lane. And the only Bears memory lane that really makes any sense is the 2007 Super Bowl. Because that's the one that we that maybe you remember. It was rather boring. Was, um, that's a decade ago, by the way. Yeah, it's crazy. Want to feel old? <laughs> Want to feel old? Absolutely. Um, but, I mean, we were just talking about the best Super Bowl acts. Uh, this probably this Super Bowl is probably better known more than the football than being the one that Prince headlined. In the rain, which was incredible. Purple rain. In yeah. The rain. It was, in, it was the, probably the best of all time. Rain in the rain. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, so, but that doesn't really get to the football aspect. And let's talk about what happened on that rainy uh, Sunday afternoon in 2007. We're going to go to the Polo Sausage. What were your memories? You must have been very, very, very excited. Well, a couple of things I remember from the season. An excited sausage. <laughs> yes. I was fully upright and ready to, to watch the game. Wow. Um, <laughs> 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 um, so what, a couple of things I remember from the, the season uh, leading up to the Super Bowl was the Bears got there mostly because of their defense. You might remember a specific yeah. uh, game against the Arizona Arizona Cardinals that uh, who could forget? They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. They, Arizona Cardinals let them off the hook, <laughs> and uh, but the Bears' defense dominated that season, and they had to deal with the Rex Gross, Grossman uh, conundrum the entire season. Uh, Rex Grossman, at least from my memory, was a very... Um, he sucked. Yeah. He was, he was a quarterback of contrast. He, uh, <laughs> he would have a very good game where he, would, he had a good arm and he would hit his targets. And then he would have a terrible game where he would throw nothing but interceptions. But the Bears defense oftentimes... house or out of house. That's a good way to, to put it. Um, the Bears' defense would often win the games for them, sometimes outscoring the offense. Um, so leading up to the Super Bowl, Rex Grossman had a very good game uh, leading into the Super Bowl, which was not a good sign for the Super Bowl. And s- <laughs> no! And somehow, somehow the very first play of, of Super Bowl 2007, I don't know what number that is, but... Um, Jared looks. Jared's is eyeing the Professor the soundboard. Sorry, Professor Piskin is eyeing the soundboard. Eyeing his chalkboard. <laughs> yeah, it was my third time outing Professor Piskin. Um, no one knew. He's he's been outed a long time ago. <laughs> the first episode. Um, any, <laughs> anyhow, uh, the the Bears transcendence. Uh, kickoff and then also at that time punt returner Devin Hester 
ran back the very first kickoff for a touchdown. That's right. And somehow the Bears still lost this Super Bowl. Let me ask you, Quick Sausage, um, <laughs> what were you thinking after that initial kick return? I mean, you must have been ecstatic. This, uh, what I thought was, this is in the bag. I can't wait for Prince. Let's get this over with. Let's. Can, can I get a? Can I get a hell yeah? Give me a hell yeah. And I think the Bears might have even gotten at least one more touchdown in that game. Um, but that was about it. How did you feel? Um, how did you feel after the game? After felt, the the beatdown that commenced after the uh, after that initial rush of the touchdown return. Well, Rob with an H, I felt dejected. I felt uh, let down. I felt that uh, this was the Bears' last chance for at least a decade. And I was proven right. Yeah, good call. I'll say I have a... Some, you're proven wrong, actually, because they haven't been back. <laughs> I, have a, I have some fond memories of watching this decade. game. Um, I was watching it in my dorm room at uh, the college that I went to along with um, the Polish Sausage. Uh, and you might know this we, about the We did college. not watch this game together. No, we, we weren't friends then. Or, you. Or, or now. He did live in my old dorm room, though. It smelled. Um, and uh, one fact about the school is there's a lot of Chicago people at that school, which is a very obnoxious. And I had known that in the first place. I never would have went. Um, and so I, I was sitting there just being like, God, I hope the Bears lose. God, I hope the Bears lose. Everyone's going to be so GD obnoxious if the Bears win. And we would that, have. And that, yeah, because you guys are good at that. Yeah, and then... Go Cubs. Uh, uh, and then that, the opening Go kickoff happened. And I was like, ah, shit. Like, this is going to be the worst. It's going to be an insufferable semester. And then, thank God, Peyton Manning uh, did a couple of Oklahoma hot routes, hot routes, got some uh, Papa John's pizza, and the rest was history. Oh, yeah. uh, so All those really, Trump votes. It was a really, really great... <laughs> <laughs> You can't you can't like leave the politics alone for one second. <laughs> uh, it was it was a great it was a great game. One of my favorite Super Bowls of all time. I will say I don't remember the exact stats on this. I feel like Rex Grossman threw at least a dozen interceptions <laughs> in that game. A dozen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Baker's dozen. So did, going as in, good as Peyton Manning was, Rex Grossman was that much worse. Going into the game, did you ever think that Rex Grossman could be a quarterback worthy of a Super Bowl championship? You know they say. Defense wins championships, but whoever said that had not seen Rex Grossman before. Yeah. Rex Grossman, he proves that you need somebody in that. I mean, at least Brad Johnson Johnson. was decent. Brad Johnson, Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer, yeah. Shout out my guy. Can we do a a quick check of game manager Super Bowl winners? Game manager. Yeah, we could do a four-down territory sometime. Game manager quarterbacks. One-down territory. (laughs) All right. Joe well, uh, Hamsburglar, do you have any? Do you remember this Super Bowl? Do you have any thoughts on it? I know Packers fans were normally about two cases deep um, into this part out. of the postseason. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as the Packers are out, we just you know we start drinking even harder. So. Start hibernating. It. I think. I think I remember that game, but I'm not positive, and I think I know why. <laughs> The guy know why I was hating. Yeah, yeah. You you guys check out. 
I mean, rough. once the it was it's a, a Packers or bust philosophy, it was really. Just another lacrosse Sunday. There's just so much other like great cultural things to do in Wisconsin that it's easy to forget about football there. Um, I know we're running long. Do you are, do we have time for any Packers memory lanes right now? Are you hinting at something, sausage? I I just want to get off this topic. It's too painful. All right. I mean. I mean, if Hamsburglar wants to share some of his memories, obviously we want to hear them. I, uh, you know, I thought of this the other day, and it was such a warm memory that I wanted to share it. And I, do you remember uh, this running back? His name is Najee Davenport, and, <laughs> yes. and he and he yes he was like kind of a good running back. Like it was kind of weird. I. I did, did he run behind a, a Mon Green? I think it was he yeah, Mon Green. Those guys, yeah. And like he was averaging like five yards a carry, six yards a carry. Like he was pretty big rumble. Great, number. Oh, but yeah. he uh, he's a he's a great number two. He had a checkered past. Yeah. <laughs> he had a he had a uh, messy past, you could say. Very messy. And uh, Najee was the kind of guy that apparently in his undergrad years, as you know, many of us have. He uh, relieved himself in his girlfriend's closet. That is a disgusting act. And I could never get over that. I, like, I wanted to cheer for the guy, but, like, it was always people, like, saying, like, that's the, you know, the poop guy. Like, that, the guy the guy who pooped in <laughs> That was the poop guy, and I... <sighs> that, that closet was from? <laughs> Miami, I guess. It was in Miami, <laughs> University of Miami. Miami closet. Uh, yeah, the hurricane closet. So, <laughs> yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to uh, just remember Najee Davenport, and I can never really truly enjoy him because I. Do you feel like he, that that incident smeared his Packers <laughs> legacy? That, that was a corny joke, Rob. It didn't help. I think. I think his, uh, you know, his reputation is less than solid. And <laughs> Would you say he left his mark on that school? <laughs> so many directions. I want to go. <laughs> All right. Wow, that was quite a really trip. ending on a high note. <laughs> yes, we are. All right. Well, thanks for sticking with us. If you are still with us after all that. God bless you if you God are. bless you. Thank you so much. We're going to come back and we're going to wrap things up here on Kings of the North. Thanks for sticking with us. Your sports team is vastly inferior. That simple fact is plainly obvious to see. We're going to kick your collective posterior. Of course you realize we're speaking figuratively. Our stats are thoroughly impressive. All right, we're back on Kings of the North. Thanks for sticking with us. We're going to wrap things up here. Looking ahead, Vikings and Bears on Monday night football. I'm looking forward to uh, the play-by-play by uh, one truly. John Gruden. We're going to find out who the Gruden grinder is. Probably not going to be Delvin Cook, honestly. Oh, no. 
He's ground together pretty good. Yeah, he might be. Bones, <laughs> <laughs> That's Bradford. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a two-man race between Bradford and Cook for the grinder, the grinder of bones. <laughs> All right. And then we got, we're got. we also going to look forward to uh, another game. We're going to look forward to Packers-Cowboys. That's going to be an interesting matchup, wouldn't you say? Yeah, hopefully uh, Rodgers turns the same cold shoulder to the Cowboys that he's shown his family, and he, uh, uh, you know, whisks them away, lets the young boys know what time it is, you know, know who's the elder, village elder. Rodgers, assert, assert your legacy, and don't let Dak, fuck your name is that. It takes a village. Takes a village to build a Super Bowl champion, and I think Rodgers has this one. That didn't make any sense at all. And the Bears, um, I'm not really sure who they're playing, and I don't think we're going to comment on it. Uh, I, they're, they're playing the Vikings. We talked about this already. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, even just covering the Bears' perspective, I don't even want to touch on it on the Vikings game. <laughs> we're going to leave that in, I think. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyhow, for... Uh, for professor, <laughs> for professor Pigskin. Ah, uh, go bikes, baby. He's disgusting. For uh, the Polish sausage. The bears, the bulls, the go. I, I care more about the Cubs these days, anyhow, because bears. Well, they're going to beat the Vikings because they're worse. But go uh, Cubs. What an answer. <laughs> and for for the Hamsburglar. I'm 21 beers deep, so nothing I've said on this podcast counts or can be held against me. They, they don't know your real name, unlike that, uh, unlike <laughs> Professor Pinskin, who I've outed several times tonight. <laughs> All right, thanks. This is Rob with an H. Thanks for joining us in Kings of the North. Simple fact is plainly obvious to see. We're gonna kick your collective posterior. Of course, you realize we're speaking figuratively. Our stats are thoroughly impressive. Our coach really has a might of touch. Our players are fast and strong and brave. And your guys, yeah. not so much. In fact, we play teams across the nation And you're the worst one we've come across Try to assimilate that information And it just might help you cope with your impending loss Oh, and if somehow we are still failing To effectively articulate the points at hand Allow us now to summarize them in a manner That your feeble brains can understand we're great, we're great, and you suck. We're great, and you suck. We're great, and you suck. You see, there's us, and then there's you. You suck. We're really, really great. In contrast, you really suck. Okay, full disclosure, we're not that great, but nevertheless, you suck. Your 
of the swift defeat That theory's backed up by empirical evidence We're gonna grind up your guys into burger meat Again, of course, we're speaking in the figurative sense What's the use of even going through the motions When you know that you're gonna lose anyhow So why don't you save us all sometime and give up?